episode 86 of the 222 podcast brought to you by clingerspubs.com folks if you're looking for a great way to wrap up the week or get through those midweek doldrums head on out to clingerspubs.com three fan what doldrum that's a word. I know, but that's a good pull from you. Kind of like, you know, the blues. Yeah, I like well, it. Are you, are you insinuating that I'm an idiot? No, I just, that was a good pull. That was. That, that I mean, was I mean that's a good word yeah. for this time of someone, day. Someone has a thesaurus calendar. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking to <laughs> feel better during the middle of the week, maybe cheer yourself up, get on that to clingerspubs.com. They have three great locations you can take advantage of. The original, Clingers on Carsonia, which is back and better than ever. You can get to Clingers at Fleetwood, Clingers at the airport. Again, all three locations represented up on clingerspubs.com. Plus, they have Facebook pages, each and every one of them, where they're always listing the new beers that they got in, the new specials that they're enjoying, and all of the live entertainment that they have to offer. Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers of Fleetwood, and Clingers at the airport. Get on over to clingerspubs.com. Get all the info you need. And when you head on out there, tell them you heard about them on the 222 podcast let them know you're listening to 222 you had uh heard such great things here on the show and you wanted to come on out and see it for yourself so let them know that you are a 222 listener because that's more than what we do I, we go there and we don't just put my head down and well, don't it's tell them who i am i mean what are we gonna well, say yeah what am i gonna say hey <laughs> you heard me have you heard me yeah you I, heard i'm me. neither mike or robbie <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just the beer bee yeah <laughs> Robbie wanted to though, in the worst way. The last time we were there, I did. You wanted... I wanted to drop who I was, but that's I was... right. It was during, the Rob during the Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl, uh, not Super Bowl, NFC Championship live yeah. broadcast. You badly wanted to look over the waitress. I don't know if you uh, know who I am, but yeah. uh, my name is Rob Lessig, and I was uh, on WFMZ. Yeah, and I have a little podcast mm. on the side. You see all these people here. Because of me, <laughs> <laughs> Eagles, whatever. It's because they heard our ads on my show. Facts. How you doing? How you doing? That is Robbie Lessig. Uh, that is Dan Newbert. My name is Mike Keller. Thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the Two Twenty Two Podcast. So, gentlemen, how was your week, Robbie? My week was great. Daniel, how was your week? Oh my goodness, man! It was the best week. Of my life. It's been quite a week. Uh, we've got lots to talk about. And yes, uh, I think a majority of today's show is going to be focused on last week's Super Bowl, Eagles and Patriots. Wait, what happened? What, did they, what happened? Yeah. yeah. We'll, don't, we'll, we'll talk about oh, it. Yeah, I don't, don't want to ruin the surprise. Yeah, yeah I so, was wondering. And we'll, we'll talk about all of the festivities that followed that unknown outcome of Super Bowl 52. Hmm. So we have lots and lots to get into. We also have our drinks, we have our snacks, and we have a listener-submitted snack. So big Ooh. thanks to Linda, who brought us some uh, homemade pretzels from Lebanon. Now, again, they're made from a, a business, but they're they're the homemade variety. Yeah, you know, they, they, they look a little different. They're not mass-produced. No, no. And they're hand-packaged, so I'm looking forward to that. And along with that, she brought us some old York horseradish mm, cheesy cream dip stuff that looks um. just out of this world. Uh, so I'm letting that warm up. She said, let that get to about uh, in the vicinity of room temperature. So we'll see what it's Should like I sit on it? in about a half an hour. I don't think that... It, no. No? All no, right. it's already horseradish. Is, is it good? Yeah. Oh, I've never tried it. Okay. It's real I'm, funky. I'm, right. pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Yeah, it's sealed, so... I still don't want you to sit on it. I won't. Yeah. I'm just listen. I'm I'm helping. I, you're you're always here to help. I'm always here to help. That's, I'm always here to offer my uh, my uh, services. That's why I love you. Right. Helps people break out of those doldrums. All right, episode eighty six <laughs> of the two twenty two podcast. Let's get things going. We've got lots to get into, and why wait? 
Fight Flight Directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go Flight. Booster. Go Flight. Eco. Go Flight. Trajectory. Go Flight. Fido. Go Flight. Ava. Go Flight. Capcom Freedom. Go Flight. Capcom Independence. Go Flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. Alrighty, welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 86 of the 222 podcast. <laughs> I had to. We're having some headphones issues here. These well, we're, wait, wait, we're not. No, Dan is. I am. And Dan is. Dan yes. is. <laughs> Technically, I think it's my fault. Oh. Well, you okay. knew it was a bad idea to set something in front of me. Yeah, something with buttons and yeah. knobs. Oh, and a light. That's why I have <laughs> nothing. The light is so pretty. <laughs> that's why I have nothing in front of me, because I can't touch anything. See, he's learned. I, I'm, that's yeah. why I'm still, you know. Because I'd be just doing this the whole time. No. Well, <laughs> nah. Button. To, to be Enhance. fair, that, that didn't used to be in front of you. It used to be over here. But we've uh, been using this for our live broadcast, uh, taking flight on the station. I've been using that, so ah. I'll rearrange and I'll get it as far away from you as humanly possible. I appreciate that because this is really tempting me too. There's a lot of good stuff. Especially because the on-off switch is right behind you. You're not kidding. Yeah. And look at this, all these lights that blink on the board. Every day I wonder what Phantom On means, <laughs> and I want to press it. You see that movie uh, Phantom Thread with Daniel Day Lewis? No, I haven't. That's how it starts. Oh wow! They push oh. the Phantom on. Well, then you think you gotta push yeah. it? No. <laughs> Don't push. I won't. Button. I won't. Don't I tempt him. That's like the self-destruct button. Oh. Episode eighty-six. Thanks for joining us here on ReadyNeagle.com/slash two twenty-two. You can find us up on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Mike and Robbie. You'll also find us on Twitter, at Mike and Robbie, and you can email us, Rob. If they'd like to drop us an email, how could they do that? Send us an email at 222MNR at gmail.com. That is correct, 222MNR at gmail.com. What? That is correct. Well, I thought I dribbled on myself. <laughs> oh, I thought Chris, Chris Farley. Farley was hoping. <laughs> Chris Farley. R.I.P. Yeah. Pour one out for our homies? Yeah, yeah Chris Farley. Uh, what a week it has been as we... Uh, alluded to in the cold open there and you know we did the show last week's episode we always record it spoiler alert uh prior <laughs> to that monday morning because you know we're not getting up Don't at two o'clock in the morning to record the show on monday uh we record it uh, either thursday friday or saturday and you know going into that show dan and i were a little excited about the uh, super bowl uh, with bit. the Eagles and the bit. Patriots. We <laughs> talked about it a little bit, didn't get too into it. Uh, Dan and I were confident that the Eagles would be able to come away with the victory and the game, even if you weren't an Eagles fan, Robbie, because you're not an Eagles fan, you're not a Patriots fan, but nope. even if you didn't have an emotional dog in the fight, yep. it was still one of the most <clears throat> entertaining Super Bowls that you're ever going to see. I think it was the best Super Bowl, seriously, as an outsider, not affiliated to either team that I've that I've seen. I can't remember getting more excited about a Super Bowl. Maybe when the Giants played the Patriots last, and that's that, that was, crazy catch and that yeah. last that let that ending drive. But I mean, that's probably the, this is probably the best Super Bowl I've seen in 
years. It was outrageous from the start where you have that uh, deep pass to Alshon Jeffrey for the first <laughs> touchdown of the game. I mean, every play, there were just so many big plays in this game. And if you were emotionally invested, it was a roller coaster because you got just as worked up if you were an Eagles yep. fan. I'm sure Patriots fans were the same way. Although, I just can't believe that with as much success as your team has had, if you're a Patriots fan over the last 15, 16 years, that you're as that you were as that you were just as deep into it yeah. as us Eagles fans were. But but I'm sure you were. I mean, hopefully we'll get a run here from the Eagles that'll rival that and we'll get to feel what it's like to have a winner week in, year in, year out, and just see what it's like to have these big moments on more than a once every decade basis as a Philadelphia sports fan. But it was just especially as an Eagles fan. An emotional roller coaster from start to finish. You had the ups of the first half, the downs of kind of the third quarter where the Patriots fought back, and then those final seven, eight minutes of the game, Dan, were just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just incredible. And there were so many parts in that game that uh, you know, watching on the rewatch, watching on yeah. you know, that NFL films where you get the inside view. Think about that Philly Philly, that Philly special play. Yeah, yeah. Oh my and when gosh. you step back and look at that play, it really is like the season itself is in a microcosm in that play. You have your backup quarterback walking over to your head coach, and Nick Foles was the one who suggested that play. Yet Doug Peterson has the uh, has the uh, you know confidence in his players yeah. to allow him to run that play, and it was just. So awesome to see, you know, a backup quarterback calling this play that was one of the most iconic play calls in the history of the Super Bowl Bowl ever. Look at the three players who were involved in that play. You got your backup quarterback, Nick Foles. You got your third string running back, undrafted rookie free agent in Corey Clement. And you had your third string tight end in Trey Burton. Also, an undrafted guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and it worked out perfect. It worked out beautiful. Give Foles a lot of credit and give all three of those players a lot of credit. But give Peterson so much credit for putting it into the game plan i mean they practiced that during the week to that have for that to even be an option in the super bowl i mean i know the patriots did it uh earlier in the game they tried to throw that much sweeter that was a tougher pass to be fair to edelman and uh to uh, brady that was a much tougher people to say that oh they did that because of the brady pass first of all you're not going to put a play you're not going to just do a play in the super bowl that you never practiced yeah Yeah. come on it's not like oh we this we practiced this uh in in september that was in the game plan for just a situation like that i don't know if it was fourth and two the situation they were thinking of but it was such a great design because the pitch and catch is so easy, and it was executed yep. to perfection. Just the cojones. That's what yeah. it is. On Doug set, Peterson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is, the guts. I, I mean, and he went for it again on fourth down. Yeah, and that one I might mean, have been even bigger. The fourth like, and one, that was bigger. Yeah. I mean, sure, you can want the points, the yeah. touchdown, but the fourth and one where he threw the ball to, to Zach Ertz, Ertz yeah. and he was off his back foot is just a giant, giant play. I mean, they don't get that. I mean, you don't see that. If they don't get that, then honestly, you get Tom Brady on a short field and he's going to go down and score. I mean, that was a foregone conclusion. So that fourth down was so huge. And at that point, the Patriots were up by one. Uh, I don't think it would have been the end of the world if they didn't convert that. I think it was actually smart. And one of the commentators pointed it out because it was a short field. There was like five minutes left in the game there or something Mm -hmm. like that. So chances are, if Brady gets the ball back, you either three and out them and they get a field goal try or something like that, or... They score a quick touchdown. You get the ball back up. Eh, they're up eight points. You still have a chance to tie. So, and you think about it that way, that was actually a very. It looks gutsy in the moment, but it, it was might the have right been, call. It might have been a very yeah. um, just uh, mindful decision yeah. by Doug Peterson right in that spot. I think that's spot on.
It was he, just his coaching. I am just blown away this season. He played blown to win. Away. He played to win season. every single game. Never got his foot off the pedal. And the way they turned Nick Foles around after that game against the Raiders and those first couple quarters against the Cowboys in the final game of the season were just it's just miraculous the way he played in the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl. I mean, there's two of the best games you'll ever see a quarterback play yeah. in those situations. No, and I just think it's it's awesome for him. Yeah, like, it was great. He is, he is such an incredible guy. And and if you look back, remember when he was on hard knocks with with the Rams and he was yeah. literally fired on live By Jeff te- Fisher. Like, uh, not live he, television, but national yeah. television. And the guy was out of football. He was done. And then he gets this call from the Eagles. I mean, it's just and he made so his many peace with it. Yeah, exactly. He was like, I'm done. I'm retired. Exactly. I made my money. I'm good. You know, I, I'm sure every every football player wants to keep playing as long yeah. as they can. But you know, when he when that ship has sailed, it's like, okay, I got I I can I'm good financially for my family. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's a great point. And, and I, honestly, this team was just so easy to root for because every guy had a story uh, attached to him that made you want to root for him. Chris Long playing for free. Yeah, uh, Carson Wentz, you know, coming out of a Division One AA school. Everyone has that little story. And, uh, man, this was just an incredible team. This deserved to be the team that finally broke through. And if you lay out this entire season on a pen and paper, you make an outline of what went down each and every step of the way, and you would write a screenplay surrounding it. You would take it to Hollywood. They'd be like, nah, it's too, it's un- it's too unbelievable. Yeah. These, thing, these things couldn't happen in a professional sport, just wouldn't play out like this. And yet here we are. It played out like that. The uh, final moments of the game where they get uh, that uh, fourth and one, they go down, they score a touchdown, they go for two. They didn't get it. They're up by five. Brady comes out, and they have not gotten to him the entire second half. In the first <laughs> half, they were able to get pressure. They hit him a bunch in the yeah. first half. The second half, they couldn't get there. And when you needed to make a play, this defense has carried this team. I mean, you look at how many points they put up when Carson Wentz was around, and sure, the offense was explosive, but the defense was given up nothing the entire yep. season. They were so good, especially against mm-hmm. the run, especially when you look at how many points they would give up. They were fantastic, and they came up, and they made another big play when they had to. Brandon Graham, you talk about guys who have had their struggles. Brandon Graham comes out. People complained he was drafted too high. He was drafted in front of Earl Thomas, yeah. the great safety yeah. for the Seattle Seahawks. And everybody wanted Thomas. Brandon Graham didn't have the storied career early on that folks wanted to see him have. And he came out this year, the seas on his chest, and he played like a leader in that defense. And that strip sack at the end. Oh my gosh. Uh, and of course awesome. it's Graham recovered by Derek Barnett, yeah. who's come on here late. I mean, it's just it was perfect. Then they get the uh the field goal from Jake Elliott, which is just another unbelievable story. Crazy. They're up eight, and uh it would just unbelievable from there. That, Listen. that, that Hail Mary. I've never seen a ball take longer to no. hit the ground oh my in God. my life than that Hail Mary. Well, first of all, the Hail Mary, I thought it was a catch. Yeah. I didn't see the bounce happen. You couldn't oh, see the ball. Yeah, and I'm right. like, oh, my God. Don't tell me they just caught that. <laughs> but you, I was at a party, and the, the my buddy who's hosting is a Redskins fan. Oh. Okay? I have no affiliation to any team, really. And we were going crazy when they sacked him, and then they oh, got I the fumble. It. I mean, we were going crazy. Yeah. We had other, you know... <laughs> entertainment <laughs> value. There was other entertainment but, value on but, the line. But, you know, but still, it was awesome. I mean, it was just, it, it was such a cool way to end the game. I mean, because that pretty much 
that was it. Yeah. I mean, that was the end. It was so Phenomenal. anticlimactic for a second because yeah, because you didn't really realize no, the time had run. There off was the clock. so much going on. Normally, nine seconds in a situation like that, you're going to get more than one play. Yep. You're going to get two shots. And when they threw that deep, the way it was swatted around, it just took so long. And then you were just so happy when you saw the ball hit the ground. And it took everybody a second. It yeah. took the announcers on TV a second. If you listen to the radio call, it took Merrill Reese a second. Yep. If you watch the players. It took the players a second. Like, it wasn't the ball hit the ground and they went crazy. The ball hit the ground and now they're looking. They're like, yeah. what's going on? Make they, sure there's no flags. Yeah, make sure there's no flags. And then it was almost secondary yeah. to look and see, oh, crap. We the won. time <laughs> has run out. We've won the Super Bowl. I mean, it was just a and listen, Gron- remarkable. Just to give Gronkowski credit, though. Oh, yeah. Whole, he had like six guys yeah. on him. Yeah. Well, and almost caught that he, ball. He looked like he's a, a giant. Yeah, exactly. He looked like a sixth grader was playing against the yeah. Mighty Mites. Like, it was crazy. I, I couldn't it's, believe it. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to catch this yeah, ball. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He is going to. And they got closer and closer. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, my God. He <laughs> caught the ball? Uh, you know, You'll realize bro- this when Chase gets a little older that whenever there's youth sports, there's always one yep. kid. <laughs> On these teams <laughs> that is like freakishly bigger than Got the rest the of the kids. Yeah, yeah, he had the growth spurt way early. He'll probably end up being the shortest kid once yeah. ninth and tenth grade <laughs> yeah. comes along. But right now he's like head and shoulders above everybody else, and that's what it looks like when yeah. Gronk is out there. And again, that ball he's batted still around. I, it's, yeah. it's, it's just unbelievable that play. And uh, just to go back real quick, when the Patriots got the ball with uh, the Eagles up by five and like a minute thirty left, I was resigned. To Tom Brady doing it again. Well, yeah, because because he's Tom Brady. Yeah, he's Tom Brady. It's it's every game. I mean, it seems like every game that's when they turn it on. Yeah, it's like they flip that switch with two minutes to go, and it's like, okay, well, you know what's going to happen? Let's go. Let's change the channel. And but, it didn't uh, happen. Nope. It didn't the happen. Eagles wanted it more, man. The Brandon Graham strips him, and uh, then the, the defense comes up big again with another stop. Two stops in the second half, I think it was. But yeah, the, and they were the last two plays. Let's yeah. talk about Brady quick though. Not congratulating Nick Foles. Garbage. And then waiting till, what, Thursday to send out a tweet? Yeah. yeah. Listen, pal. L- listen. Uh, here's the thing. Go ahead. You do say your thing, uh, and, I'll, and I'll respond. This is why I don't like sports. <laughs> this is, that is the, what are you teaching kids who are watching that? Be graceful in loss. Be graceful in winning. Yeah. I mean, it just that kind of thing. You are role models to these kids watching this. And to me, that is a poor move. And I don't care if you're lost in the moment. Don't and care. You, I don't care. Suck it up yep. and take the loss. You have five wins yeah. in the Super Bowl. I, not that that hurt any less. I get it. Yeah. Just go shake that's part Peterson's of hand. That's part and of it. Go shake Foles. If, if anyone shake Foles' hand. Yeah. Well, it's it is um, and be done. It's tradition for the head coaches to meet up. It's yes. tradition for the quarterbacks to meet up. And I agree. Uh, I honestly, I think I would care more if it was two random teams, like if it was the Patriots and the Vikings. I probably would care more about that moment. But as, as an Eagles fan, I just I I couldn't care less. More just, fuel to the fire. Well, for you not guys. even fuel to the fire. It's just. Our team won. I don't care what the other team does. Yeah. I'm not looking to see that moment. It's a nice moment. Uh, I'm sure Brady could have said something uh, very, uh, very uh, mature and very gracious to Foles if they would have met He's not up. mature. The guy walked off the field. But he, he doesn't have anything mature to if say. If they would have, uh, if they would have, maybe he could have, and that could have been something you hear on NFL films well, that would have been interesting. But. I want to see our guys celebrate. I want yeah. to see them out there yeah. with each other. You want to w- see Kevin Hart try to sneak on the stage? I, I, oh, my God, it's so yeah, great. The mic drop. He was like, <laughs> I got to get out of here. 
Yeah, he was. By the way, he was trying to do the nonchalant thing that we all try to do when we're trying to get somewhere we don't belong. Yes. Yeah, just find a couple just people who belong yeah. and walk in with the it group. He's like grabbing him on the shoulder, yeah. trying to get in. Yeah. the guy's yeah. like, "No." Yeah, like what? <laughs> no, I, I mean, he's I like, know. "Let me up there." Even if I know who you are, I know you're in the biggest movie in the world right now in Jumanji. Yeah, but that is not your scene. Yeah, that's there, not man. No. <laughs> yeah, you have to be this tall to get on this ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you do not meet yeah. the requirement, no. Kevin. Yeah, if you can't get on a roller coaster, you can't get up there. <laughs> uh, but it was it was just uh, a moment phenomenal uh, that I'll never forget. And I I don't even know if I if I celebrated as much as oh. there was just relief, Dan. Like uh, I, I was just I was just in all of the situation and in all of the moment, and I I really just sat there and I just. I just watched for See, a little while. For me, I mean, I absolutely lost it. I mean, the waterworks were flying. There were, there were waterworks. There's, there's yeah. this really cool photo. I'm not sure who captured it at our at our family's party, but everyone is just going crazy. And I'm on one end of the room. My dad is on the other end of the room. And you can just see in the picture, we're locking eyes, just, you know, letting it go. Tears flowing. Awesome. I mean, honestly, having my family there was so incredible because we had all the nieces and nephews That's cool. right up front watching. And they got to see history that, you know, mm -hmm. my dad waited 52 years for. I waited uh, 24 years for. So it was just so incredible, yeah. man. And honestly, that was happening all over the country. Just like you said, relief, man. We finally did it. The ring jokes are done. No one can say them ever again. It's just finally, so finally, here's, finally. Here's my question, not to damper on the parade. You can't. But no, when, you can't. And, and I'm not, I'm not putting, <laughs> People have tried. As then. an outsider, yeah. though, just asking, do you think this keeps their edge? Because the whole underdog thing yeah, helped them. I think winning without Carson Wentz is going huge. to be a huge motivator for this team next year because he means so much to that team okay. and the team's future, and he meant so much to turning this thing around. Because when you get there, when you get a franchise quarterback, it changes the entire mood of the entire organization. Yeah. So they bring him in now. Let's win one with Wentz on the field. I think you get that next year. Because that's what I was worried about. Like th the underdog thing was huge. Yes. I mean, that's Absolutely almost like the twelfth man. Yeah. No, so you're to not speak. kidding. And. That's what I was watching the parade. And I'm like, okay, now what? Next year, Don't I mean, have not, it. not to say they're not. I mean, no, they're not, they're, they're, the, the team's coming back pretty much intact. Yeah, that's which where, is great. That's where I think you can be. But that chip on the yeah. shoulder. And Vegas came out with their odds. That, you can't uh, you can't factor that I, in. I'm with you, but I think they can keep it because Vegas came out with their odds for next and year. And who's the favorite? Patriots. Patriots. Patriots are the favorite. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And they're and they're Six tied to one with with Aaron Rodgers at nine yeah. to one. So, so. You, you got teams that weren't even uh, in the playoffs this year Good who point. have the same odds Good to win point. the Super Bowl as so the Super Bowl alone, champions. And I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I got annoyed. Because I watch Dan Patrick every day. I watch um, Chris Eisen every day. Yeah. Um, Rich Eisen. Oh, sorry, Rich Eisen. He's in the background. and I. Chris you know, is good, too. Chris, Chris is good. yeah. That's his, his cousin. Uh, cousin. He has a little show in yeah. Rochester. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he streams uh, it. I stream it. I, yeah. Uh, he knows people who are on the radio in Burks, but he's listening to Chris Eisen up in Rochester. Well, you know, Chris. Who's on the radio in Burks? <laughs> Not a, you. He's got a billboard. Oh, there it is. Hey. We haven't said that in a couple no. weeks. So it's <laughs> but um, gotta get your quote in. <laughs> I must say though, the disrespect of this team still—they won the Super Bowl, yeah. and it was Patriots all week. You, you know, every show it was oh the McDaniel's thing, oh the Butler thing, oh. I'm I get great. it. I get it. But uh, there's so much when you're when you're doing a show like a national and national standpoint like that. You're looking at what drives the needle, and unfortunately, the Patriots losing. Drives ratings and the Patriots winning drives ratings. Let me tell ratings, you, so. the Eagles winning the Super Bowl drove my needle. It did. All week long. I'll tell you <laughs> that much. I'm with you, pal. I'm with you. I, I just I don't get it. Though. I, I mean, yeah. Usually when you see Super Bowl coverage, it's the winners all week. 
Well, when on it's sports, the Patriots, because then the Patriots. you got to talk about how awesome Tom Brady is oh. and, and how his TB12 method is revolutionizing how people eat avocado toast. It's and how just they wear ridiculous. their PJs. Yeah. It, I it's mean, just, because I'm not even, like I said, I have no affiliation with the Eagles, and it just it was annoying for me to, like, to watch this. See, none of that really... I. I Maybe it's because I'm just still in the afterglow. I'm with you. Yeah, like none of that is bothering. But I'm me. hearing, I'm hearing where he's yeah. coming from. I definitely see it all, and I just kind of let it brush but off even, because even I look the, at my hat and see. Yeah. Super even to Bowl listen champion. to Collinsworth too. Well, Collinsworth was terrible uh, during the Super Bowl. Oh my god, god I, awful. I, I, can you be? Now here's a guy. I mean, is he, is he on the Patriots payroll? Again, I, it's, I mean, it's all about they're they're broadcasting to a national audience, and, and they're they're going for the the person who Super Bowl especially. That isn't necessarily a sports fan. So Good they're point. broadcasting to people who Thank maybe you. have watched two or three, four games at the most all season long, and they know Tom Brady. Yeah, no that's one true. who hasn't watched football, especially over the last yeah. month, knows who the hell Nick Foles is. True. So Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, those are household names, not just for sports fans, but just for the uh, pop culture narrative. But holy crap! Uh, if I heard Collinsworth debate the catch, no catch. Yeah. Thing now one here's a guy. more time. It was bad, but at the end of the day, like I said, none of that bothered me because the Eagles won forty-one Victory! to thirty-three. Super Bowl 52 <laughs> champions. Again, just remarkable because nobody, not one person picked them to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. And if you did, you're psycho. Yes, you were. You were well, yeah, no realistic no. fan. No. no even realistic Eagles fan we're picked them to win. Six, yeah. I would have been happy with a playoff win. Like, I cried when they beat the Falcons. Yeah. So yeah. Think, think about how hard I freaking cried when they beat the Patriots. It man. was amazing. Oh it was just God. the most fun season that uh, I've ever had as a sports fan. Easily. And uh, it continued all week long just uh, getting to hear from all the guys. I mean, I watched them, watch their plan land on planes. I watched their plane land on Monday. Yep. And watch them come off the plane, and the team—they really do. I mean, it's easy to say this because they won; they're likable. We—they're uh, a winning team. That all helps. It all goes together. You said it before. But the way they came off that plane, they could have gotten right on the buses. Uh, they were tired. They were up all night. They're coming off just an emotional high that's got to be, you know, getting to you a little bit. You want to get to your family members. They could have gotten right on the buses and drove back to the Novacare complex, but instead they walked over to the fence where about a hundred some to a thousand fans were waiting for them when they got off the plane and they celebrated with those fans for five to ten minutes, hoisted the Lombardi trophy in front of them and just acknowledged the fans for being there and being part of all this. I mean, this team really does get it. And you watched yesterday uh, in the uh, in the Super Bowl, excuse me, two days ago in the Super Bowl parade, which we'll talk about here in a bit, they were interacting, they were off the buses, they were high-fiving, they were hugging, they were taking selfies. They really have embraced the fans more than I've seen a professional sports team embrace the fans in a really long time. They I, And, and uh, I know you said we'll talk about the parade, but yeah. in that same vein, Doug Peterson, the head coach, literally getting off the bus, With walking up to the fence so that fans could touch it. Uh, I mean, that doesn't happen. No. That legit does not happen. Maybe you'll get the players down there you're not getting the head coach bill belichick is not going down yeah. there and mixing it up there belichick the, doesn't the, even talk to the fans belichick just came he's getting the cack come on that was amazing it, it doesn't happen yeah let's get into that parade uh we went down with a uh, i went down with a bunch of my buddies from uh, college and we met in king of prussia i spent the night at my uh, buddy mike DiMartino's house he's a listener of the 222 podcast so Ooh, I like, uh, big, big thanks to him for uh, letting me crash there although I just don't sleep. And I don't know, it might have been the excitement of the next day, like a kid at Christmas. Um, but, man, if I go to somebody else's house, sleep is not happening, and especially under that circumstance. I think I slept like an hour and a half. So a wink. The entire night. We no, were was ready this the to night go. before the, the parade? The night before the parade. Okay. And then we got up early, went to Wawa, got ourselves Ooh. some breakfast. I had 
The woo-woo. I had a breakfast hoagie. Oh. Scrambled eggs. You son of a... Pepper jack cheese. Uh, B. Crumbled yeah. sausage. And sautéed onions. That sounds like a, a, a breakfast roll. of a world champion. It was spectacular. God, wow. It just made me hungry. Spectacular. Yeah, I'm going to be doing the snacks. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast hoagie. Yeah, this. Yeah. This isn't I a breakfast hoagie. highly recommend it. Oh. And after that, we all met uh, at my buddy's house, and we left around 7, and I was a little worried. When we left at 7, that wouldn't be early enough. Because traffic, I was just in my mind, was yep. going to be ridiculous. Because not only are you dealing with parade traffic at seven o'clock, normal. you're dealing with normal yeah, rush hour traffic. traffic. Yeah. And we got in his, uh, we piled into his minivan, took all of his kids' stuff out, and uh, six or seven of us piled in the minivan. There was six of us, yeah, six of us. And uh, he had a DVD player in the back that comes down from the ceiling. So we watched Beer Fest on the <laughs> way <laughs> in to the parade, which was awesome. And we got in there super easy. Dan had turned me on to an app where you could reserve a spot, Spot Hero. Hmm. And I reserved a parking space for 20 bucks. But once we, it was the only spot really available by the time Dan hooked me up to the app because spaces were going fast. Yeah. And it was valet. Oh, and we got there super early, guy. but yeah. it was only twenty bucks. I know. Well, it's the... He was like, "I have a billboard." Oh yes, we will valet yes. your car, sir. Oh, so we, Mike Keller, right this way, sir. I was in the same garage. They were like, "Park it yourself, yeah. dumbass." <laughs> we were, <laughs> we were worried because it was so early. Like it was eight, it was eight a.m., eight thirty when we got into the city, and we were worried. Like we don't want to go to the parade route yet. We brought some beverages. Yeah, we brought some snacks. Tailgate we to a party, little bit. Tailgate a little bit, Ooh. and we wouldn't be able to tailgate. At a valet lot. Yeah. So we were a little worried, and we're coming into the city, and this is when you know everything's just coming up your way. And these moments in my life don't happen very often. But we come up to a different lot, and it was just opening. Beautiful. And it was 25 bucks. So I said to my friends, I said, look, I will eat the 20 bucks if you guys want to park in this lot, a self-park lot. Yeah. And we'll hang out and tailgate. Beautiful. So we pulled in. It was $25. Wow. We sat there. We sat in the car. We had some drinks. We had some snacks. We had some laughs. I called guy. into the station. Yeah. And we tailgated there for about an hour, hour and a half yeah. before we decided nice. we were going to make our way toward a spot so we could watch the parade. Plus, one of the wives of the gentleman who came with us, uh, our buddy Dude, mm -hmm. he had a hookup where his wife's company, right there on like Market Street, was having an open house what? with drinks and food and no. bathrooms that guy. we could have went and kind of hung out at and checked out and kind of seed what the uh, seen what the scene was all about yeah. in this area. So we were going to make our way wow. towards that. We were up uh, north of City Hall. We were going to head south of City Hall to this area and check it out. So we start the the uh, the uh, the uh, march mm -hmm. toward City Hall as we're a couple blocks away and we're gonna start making our way and check out the parade and it's about I would say ten o'clock ten fifteen ten thirty somewhere in that vicinity we weren't really checking time the parade's not starting in South Philly till eleven which means it's not gonna get to where we are which is right at the turn of the Parkway yeah until like twelve thirty at the earliest yep. at the earliest I yeah. was thinking later than that and it didn't have to be later than yep. that so we start walking we get to City Hall there's a line of porta potties there someone has to use the restroom and right as they're saying this I hear them say it but there's a bunch of uh, girls here who said, could you take our picture? So I took their phone. I take their picture. Yeah, you did. Now mm -hmm. I turn around, and my friends are gone. Oh, but because because I have a brain, yeah, you retained it. I heard that they said they're going toward the porta potties, and there was a line of porta potties. Yeah. So I began to walk towards the porta potties. I got my phone out and started calling. And then before I even connected with them on the phone, I, well, I heard someone yell, Keller! And I made eye contact and went over. Okay. So there's Dan. 
There's Mike DiMartino, and there is Melissa, Dan's wife. Eric's there, too. We're missing Dude. Dude has wandered off. Oh, no. Now, we are in a city that is currently jam-packed with idiots, all wearing the exact same outfit. I was going to yep. say, it's hard to pick someone else. Like, camouflage. There's, yeah. Everyone is wearing one of three colors. Yes. Black, green, or gray. Yeah. And maybe four if you count two shades of green. Yeah. Because you got your Kelly greens and you got your midnight greens, except for my buddy Eric, who showed up. And I was on the radio. I was doing a call into the morning show when he walked out of the van because we, we weren't all wearing everything we were going to be wearing in the van because yeah. obviously the van's yeah. heated. Yeah. And you were layering up for the parade. Yeah, smart man. I'm on the air talking with Paul, and I turn around, and Eric walks towards me wearing this. Now, Dan, I'm going to show this to you because you're an Eagles fan first. Actually, no, I'm going to go to Robbie. He's not an Eagles fan. Don't say what it looks like, but what do you think of when you see that, don't say it out loud. Just think about it. Okay. Okay. What do you think of when you see that? Oh man, what does that look like? It looks like a G to me. It looks like a G to you. What do you think it looks like? I thought it looked like a like a C. I thought it was like a C too. Like, yeah, it's like, a C. Oh, like a cowboy. It looks like a cowboy. Yeah. Oh wow! Now he says it is a G, but that is the worst G. Yeah, that is a that is a bad G. I've ever it's seen. It's like an upside down one. Yeah, yeah. it looks and well, it's why blue. Why would you wear a with G? Gray. What is a G? Yeah, he, what does he think he's a high G? school or or a G, mi- man. school thing in his neighborhood? I don't know if it's his school or his kid's school, but he wore a blue jacket and a blue knit hat with what appears to be a C on it. And oh I start telling him, God. you look like a Cowboys fan. Did he get beat up? No, but as we're walking down, because he didn't believe me, and as we're walking down the street, I'm stopping random people. Oh, my God. Excuse awesome. me, sir. What does this look like? That looks like a Cowboys hat. Thank you, and we move on. I, I go, excuse oh. me, ma'am, what does this look like? That looks like a Cowboys hat. Thank you, we move on. So he dressed in all blue, so we could have found him. Wow. But he didn't wander off. Jude wanders off wearing all his green stuff. And we start calling. Now, you're in a place where everybody's on their phone. Yeah. So connection sometimes Ugh, is awful. an issue. Plus, on top of that, to mess with him, I was this was unbeknownst to me, Dan took his phone and he said, put it in airplane mode. Oh, no. Oh, so, like, for the first half an hour, oh. we couldn't even get a hold of him on the phone. Eventually, he must have figured out that it was in airplane mode, and we call him. Now, we are in a perfect spot. We're at City Hall. Near the porta potties, in between two trash trucks that are parked there. Yeah, we are at. We could not be at a better landmark, but someone says because they're worried about dude wandering off again. Someone who finally got a hold of him said, "Stay where you are. We will come to you." Oh, I no. automatically questioned that, but I went along with the group. Yeah. Didn't want to make any more waves. We had enough waves already, oh so we God. wander towards where he said he was, which was 16th and Arch, which basically was where Arch Street. Hits what becomes the parkway, uh-huh. which is basically the parade route, which means we walked into a mass of humanity. Yeah. yeah. Again, all wearing the same outfit. Yep. We could not find him. No, of course not. No. We're calling him when he answers. Well, and even he's if terrible. you're yelling yes. out, I you mean, could be you yeah. could you yes. could be seven feet from the person and oh, you wouldn't be able to find him. I'm not he, kidding. Or hear anyone. No, you at the can't. end of the day, you I guarantee couldn't. he was not more than fifteen feet away from I us. I bet not. But we could not find him. And then we're in the group. And it's just, we were there at like 11, 11.30, maybe earlier than that. So you now you're just standing for two, two and a half hours yep. waiting for the parade to come to you. Yeah. And, you know, there's music playing. You can hear some of the interviews. It's, it's a standing. festive atmosphere. But you're still just yeah. standing. And now, you know, we've been drinking. We've been eating. 
and nature calls. Yeah. So our buddy Eric goes, I got to go use the bathroom. We're like, dude, you're never going to get back here. You're never going to get back to where we are. Yeah. There's like uh, thousands of people And you already abandoned us. your good spot yes. in the yeah. porta potties. Yes. So. so we never got down to the other place. We never got down to the porta potties. We ended up in the maybe the worst spot you could possibly be to watch the parade. Because <laughs> we were like 70 deep. I mean, I was oh, close enough. That's I could rough. see the vans and the buses. But I couldn't pick out who was who except for like Kelsey. And I saw... Um, yeah, I you saw, couldn't miss Kelsey. I saw, yeah. Br- <laughs> I saw Brent gear. Selleck in the, um, uh, the Carmichael, the Carmichael yeah. jersey. Uh, other than that, I couldn't really, I never saw the Lombardi trophy, oh, but Eric wanders wrong. off, goes to the bathroom. So we lose him. So it was oh, like, no. it was like the remake of the lost boys, but without vampires. Oh man. Like there was no Corey Haim. There was no Corey Feldman and there was definitely no Kiefer Sutherland, <laughs> yeah. but we lost 33% of our group. <laughs> it was the, it was, I, and, but, uh, and by the way, in the group, if you're looking at who you were going to lose, who were going to be the problem children, it was those two guys. Uh, so you knew it, you knew it. You knew well, it. Well, because I questioned, because I saw all the pictures you posted. I'm yes. Like, Where's Jude? This is the. F- I'm pretty sure. That's like, all that was left. It's like, like the, the Always Sunny episode, yeah. Thundergun Express. <laughs> we'll come back for you. Well, you know, it's like a horror movie where just eventually there's only one person left of the horror movie because as you go out, members of the group continuously yeah. get picked off. Uh-huh. That's what this was like. Well, and Jude's always going to be the number one guy to <laughs> go first. Yeah. Well, he's, he's the slowest runner. Yeah. So he's oh, the one man. who's always going to get picked off. So we lost 66% rough, of our group. Man. We never got down to this open house, which would have been amazing, oh, I can yeah. imagine. Oh. We never got south of City Hall. Wow. We never got off of Arch Street. See, what we what we did, we were able to find a spot, post up. We were actually probably, uh, you know, only three, four people kind of in front of us where the, uh, where the uh, fence was. We were right around City Hall, right in front of City Hall when they came around the corner. So you and I were only like two blocks yeah. apart. Yeah, and we never would have known. That's where I was. Oh, yeah. So, so, man, it was just incredible. I loved it because from where we were, the parade would have been coming from our right so you saw... So but you were on the other side of the street from me then, uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was coming from our left. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah, we were across the street from each other. Yeah, that's Probably. Kind of, that's wild. Probably. No, no we seriously so, were. You might have been closer to Jude than I was. You I didn't, mean, dude. So you <laughs> Whatever the hell his name is. You didn't want to, you didn't, you didn't want to go towards the end where they... St- or was that probably already, it was, was, it, was yeah, that, probably, that was a madhouse. When I oh. got there, and I already heard like apparently people were there waiting since like four. four a.m. Jo- uh, our my yeah. former intern, your good buddy Josh Liddick, my good buddy, was down there at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, waiting, and he got a he got a prime spot. But I mean, Just he was there out. until, and I don't think so. The, when I yeah, when I saw that, I was like, "There's no way we're gonna get to the art museum." No. So I just wanted to be somewhere along the parade route where Me I too. could actually see it. And and man, our spots our spots were great. I'm, I'm jealous of your spots. Picture. We wanted to like I think the further south you went, the easier it was to get a decent spot. So, Everybody was kind of conjugating up near the art museum and north of city hall. There's my spot. So I got a wow, I got a pretty really good, good view. Yeah, yeah, I'm jealous. There's so pretty much because the two, uh, the two. That's a great picture, by the way. The, You're right there in front of City Hall. That's a great picture. Yeah, it was. I, the I, two I was dissenters. Uh, th- that's the reason you. Uh, yes, because we could. We we ended up in a spot we never would have chosen. Yeah. And then my favorite part is people want to get through. Oh, like people who keep who they keep you so much closer than me. I'm so angry. I'm so mad at <laughs> well, you. I had to stand there uh, for three hours. I stood for two and a half. <laughs> well, we just got really lucky because my mom she had to stop into a restroom. 
stood in the line, Mike, for honestly two hours. I believe it. To go to the restroom in this. So my dad and I, we found a spot, and it worked out perfectly. Like, she got there. She had to wait maybe an extra hour. And uh, as you guys could see, well worth the wait. Yeah, man. my I mean, spot was not worth the wait. I mean, it was. I, I, I have no regrets. We were there, though. I was there. Regardless, you were there that's for all history. That yes. And that's all that matters. Because this is one. They can only have the first Super Bowl parade one time. That's so true. Facts. That's, that's why I wanted to be there. But. It, of course, like never goes as planned. No. Never goes as planned. But Nothing we wanted does. to be at the art museum, yeah. so it didn't go for us either, but you know what? We made the most of it. Yeah, we so. bailed right after the parade went by. Yeah. We headed back to the car Smart and man. we listened to it on the uh we listened to it on the uh radio. I will tell you, um people are gonna I'm sure there's gonna be fallout for the lack of bathrooms, but I don't know <laughs> what you be. can possibly do. What can you do? When I'm, you have millions nothing... of people at a parade, what are you gonna do? But yeah. they had eight hundred and like they had like eight fifty. But I don't know what you do. Uh, where, I mean you just like, where do you bad. put them though? The, I where mean... you even put the porta potties? Like you put some down at the art museum, there oh. were some in front of City Hall. Uh, I know I never I used to porta potty on the way out and it was getting critical. Like it was getting to where Well you could see there was no decisions yeah. that were gonna have to be made just on my do, part. Like the rest yeah. of the people do in Philly just use a street. I found oh, a, there were plenty of that plenty and I found a porta Potty like in a parking lot, and I sprinted to it as I was Look running. At this guy. Yeah. Dan, Dan just walked into a private building when the door opened, and the security guard uh, was yelling at him, "You can't come in here, sir, unless you're with the convention. You can't come in here." Dan's just like, "I gotta go," <laughs> <laughs> and just walked into the bathroom. The funny part was this female security guard like followed him to the bathroom door and then yelled in the door, "You can't go in here!" I'm like, "Lady, I think the ship has sailed." Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like unless you have a taser and you're yeah, willing to use it, yeah, I don't yeah. know where you're gonna go at this point. Yeah, this what are you gonna do? Like, stopping. like throw him out midstream? <laughs> Just grab him. Yeah. Just <laughs> the trail all the way out the door. Now you got to get one of those cones that says floor may be yeah. wet. Yeah. <laughs> way to go, lady. Now you got to get a mop. Yeah. But it was this is your fault. It was so much fun and uh, so worth it, Good and for you uh, guys. definitely worth a couple of days off. I took Thank a, you. I took a recovery day yesterday, and I I, I watched something that I want to discuss with you guys Ooh. on that recovery day. Hey, let's get to some drinks and some snacks here. Let's start with this listener submitted drink and uh, excuse me, snack. Big thanks to Linda thanks, for dropping Linda. this off at the radio station. Uh, she's a uh, <laughs> <laughs> radio station. She's a uh, big listener of WEEU and the podcast. So she brought these homemade pretzels. I'm a big pretzel guy from, I believe, Lebanon. Ooh. Here you go, Robbie. These and, are like the, like the buttery ones. Yes. And she brought these uh, very nice, uh, this very nice container of horseradish cheese dip. Now, I'm just going to use a little bit because I don't have any pills down here. Uh, I, I did not bring pills, but uh, this looks amazing. I want to get a. I want to get a scent of it. I I'm gonna go no dipperoo for no, my first bite. Uh, first bite. I think that's smart. Smart. Mm. Oh yeah, you're right. They are buttery. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will tell you the cheese. I'm going in the other side now. I didn't double dip. The cheese does not smell that horseradishy. Some nice horseradish. I went with a big chunk there. It's like pokered, Mike. Mm. I have some horseradish. I would love some shosh shosh. It's not overly horseradish. It's it's a, it's a good amount for those of you who don't like the horseradish. Ooh, I like it. It's kind of a subtle horseradish. If, if horseradish can be subtle. Uh, I like the pretzel. The horseradish sauce. And a little too horseradish. You think so? For me, I just don't like it a little bit. I love horseradish. I yeah. do too. I'm one of those guys. Whenever you guy like um, store made oh. cocktail sauce, oh, I love. I'm always sauce. adding more horseradish. To See, it. that's why I think I like Bloody Marys because I they put horseradish mm. in it. Ugh. And even when I drink a V8, I put horseradish in it because yeah. I, I like. I it. haven't had a good this Bloody Mary really good. in forever. Oh, I love Bloody Mary. I seriously, I that could be my go to drink besides beer. Next time we do this is a morning edition of the 222 podcast. Next time we do um, 222 podcast before noon, 
we're bloody marrying yep. it. Yep. All right. I I'll love bring that. a mimosa for my for myself. Yeah. There you I'm go. I'm not a bloody mary guy. Oh. You're gonna drink orange juice and champagne. Yeah, that's 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 good stuff, right? Well, you're talking to the king of champagne to my left here, and Robert. Yeah, champagne. see, he he knows his way around a mimosa. I, I love champagne. Right, but uh, but you guys can go with the Bloody Marys. All right, sounds good. I'll do both. All right, let's get for that. Let's get to uh, that'd be a hell of a show. Let's get to the uh, drink of one, Robbie Lessig. Robbie. All right. Well, this is not. Um, I'm not really looking forward to this, but <laughs> that's my. I think that's my new theme. So, Robbie. Snacks that suck. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're doing it so that no one else has and to. And drinks are hard. Besides beer, you know, I don't always want to bring beer yeah. because I like I try to mix it up a little bit. Oh, this is really good. It is really good. So I have chocolate mint, pure wild tea. Chocolate mint. I have no expectation for this. I expect it's gonna suck. I expect it's gonna suck too. <laughs> I expect we gotta get that dip away from Yeah, me. I'm gonna start using my finger. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> now maybe I'll like the dip. <laughs> <laughs> Add a little Rob. A little to that essence dip. of Rob. L E S S I G. It does smell minty. Yeah, it does smell very minty. Let me take a look at this bottle here. It's an interesting scent for a tea. <laughs> but chocolate mint. I'm even scared. All right, here we go. Our teas are grown wild in Berks County, Pennsylvania, and the surrounding areas. It is pure with no additives or preservatives. This refreshing drink recipe was passed down through six generations of, pe- of my Pennsylvania Dutch ancestors. Keep the tradition going by trying this refreshing, cool, organic mint tea today. Sincerely, 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 Sherry Furman. Thanks, oh, Sherry. Sherry. Good old Sherry. What do you guys think? It's actually not horrible. It really, I'm surprised that I, I mean, it's very interesting. I mean, I don't know if I like it, but I definitely don't dislike it. It's almost... Tell me if you're getting this. It's almost like a creamy mint. Is that weird? No, yeah, that's a really it, good way to put it. I don't want to get chocolate. No, no chocolate, but yeah. the uh, the mint is good. It is, I mean, I feel like if your stomach was a little upset, this would be good to like sip on a little bit. The, the mint does smell nice. This is good. I mean, it's not. Only it, 60 calories in this whole bottle. Wow. The tea, I'm, I'm definitely surprised. I thought I was going to spit this out. This, yeah, me too. This might be a weird way to describe it, but the tea almost has a taste of thickness. But it isn't like it because ha- that creaminess that you get with the with the mint. It almost it, it tastes like there's something extra. But in it's there. refreshing. It is. It's weird. Yeah, it's just it's just surprisingly uh, surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind it at all. Very yeah, it's good. Strange. All right, what do you got for our uh, well for our snack? The old go-to Oreo. Any or- kind of Oreo. Oreo always impresses. They always come out with new crazy stuff. There's a whole aisle almost of Oreo now. It just keeps expanding. So they have the Oreo thins, which we're all of us are kind of this lukewarm one. Yeah. I feel, but. Oreo has thin bites, and they're dipped in fudge. Oh, now we're talking. No, I got the original. They have mint, and they have, you know, different flavors. But I want original. I'm a purist. So let me uh, give you a few of these here, oh, gentlemen. Oh, man. Anything that's dipped in fudge, I will always, you know, at least check it out. I know. Who doesn't like fudge? Thank you. I can't stop eating the pretzel and the cheese. I know. The cheese is so good. I really should have a, a palate cleanser. Oh, my goodness. Well done, Rob. Oh, that is good. The fudge dipping just adds so much to it, and they're actually and, and how it's packed too. The f- is really good. You're better than that. <laughs> You're better than that. And the, I mean, writing it down. What? Wow, I didn't know that was a bleepable offense. <laughs> I was just talking about the packaging. It's good. That's good fudge <laughs> packaging. How old are you, man? <laughs> Oh, older than, than 
I shouldn't think that's funny, but my I don't. daughter is about three years away from someone bringing that joke home. Oh man. Well, sorry. <laughs> I don't even care that you said it. I care how amused you are at it. Uh, it's good. It's a good joke. See, I'm more I'm more impressed with the way he tries to get things in yeah. without getting peeped. Yeah. Like to me, I like that better than the actual yeah. joke. Yeah, baby. These are really good. Yeah. I can't stop eating this cheese though. The horseradish and the chocolate don't go together, but actually, you know what? This is kind of cleansing my palate a bit. These are really good though. I'm having a good time going a one-two punch with the pretzel, chocolate. You should pretzel. make a little sandwich. No. Oh, do it. You don't have to tell me twice. You want in. No. Good stuff. All right, let's get to. Uh, would you guys like to do a drink or a snack first of my stuff? You have a be- you have a uh, adult beverage, right? I do. Let's do the beverage. All right, I brought from Saint Boniface. We're a big fan of Saint Boniface. Uh, this is their Mosaic India Pale Ale. I don't know if you guys are going to like this, but uh, I've been looking forward to try it, uh, and uh, looking forward. Man, my talking is hard. Yeah, I've well, been looking forward to trying. You're it. You're coming off a big week. This is a big week. Yeah. It is a big week. All right. We'll let it slide. Huge. 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 All right. So this is the St. Boniface Mm. Mosaic India Pale Ale. Now, we had the Padea Pale Ale at the Pretzel Fest, and we really enjoyed that. I have no idea what this is going to be like. I I do like this brewery a lot. It's very florally. Yeah, it definitely is. The scent smells amazing. Smells very good. It doesn't smell like it has a lot of hops. No, No, it doesn't. I like to watch you guys in your first sips of an IPA. There's Robbie. That's the Robbie uh, IPA face that I've grown to love. Yeah, the hop comes definitely on the back end when you get the aftertaste. But uh, it smells better than it tastes. On that first sip, though, it's really nice, really refreshing. But just that aftertaste, it is really heavy on the hops if you're not an IPA drinker. But honestly, I like it better than I thought it was going to after I saw Robbie's face. <laughs> In my face, it's very misleading. It tells all. I it's mean, very good. And the funny thing is, it's not one of the worst IPAs I've had, but it's not good. Yeah, it's just a little too hoppy on the back end. I don't think it's all that hoppy. I think it's actually a pretty smooth beer. Uh, it does have that floral, and any hops you do get, they're right. They do come late. Um, but <laughs> I think <laughs> if you like IPAs, this will be one that you uh, enjoy. It's a uh, Mosaic India Pale. I believe this is a seasonal, so I don't think this is available all year long. But Darn. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> all right, dealer's choice now for the snacks. I went shopping. We have... General Mills Girl Scout Cookie Thin Mint Cereal. What? We have General Mills Chocolate Peanut Butter Cheerios. What? And we have Tasty Cake Chocolate Flavored Cake Chips. Oh, I, I, I like the cake chips. I want to check out the cakey chips. Right, that's probably good, too, because they have, a, they have a date that is approaching. So let's go ahead and, and dive into the Tasty Cake chocolate-covered cake chips. Now, we had the pies from Tasty Cake oh. that you guys oh, were not a fan of. Oh, my goodness. Not not a fan of doesn't even scratch the surface on the torture you right. put us through in those pies. Yeah, I, this was supposed to be a Ziploc bag, but it didn't work. So <laughs> no, Mo. What the hell with that? All right, so there we go. Cake chips. Now, I don't like cake, but I do like chips. I'm hoping these uh, kind of go more towards a stale brownie. They're interesting. By the way, they are not soft. No. Hmm. Softer than I thought, though. Yeah. Well, you know what? Give it here. Okay. Let's see what this is all about. A sweet accident. When a couple of Tasty Cake bakers accidentally dripped a bit of extra batter on a hot baking sheet, the result was a tasty sweet surprise. It's like your favorite flavor of cake 
with a craveable chip-like crunch. Well, believing they were onto something, our bakers quickly wrapped up, blah, 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 blah. There you go. A lot of, there's a lot of it on here. This would be so good. Dip it in a little bit of milk. Soften it up a little bit. These, I like these. these Here's good. what I want. I want some Oreo cream in between two of these. I want them to be crispier. No, I like them. Remember the Oreo chips we had way, I mean, the brownie chips we've had? No. Way back in the day, you remember those? Like Sandra D's or something? They were really good. They were like really crispy. Like they were almost like potato chips. That's what I want these to be. Oh, I like that they have a little tenderness to them. Yeah, they have like a little give. These are good. I yeah, like I like them. I like them a lot. All right, let's not forget this week <laughs> to rate our drinks and our snacks. Um, I've been doing this for like 86 episodes. Some Maybe. of us have been doing it for 86 episodes. Well, like 30. Others, 55. <laughs> that's that's, that's might be generous. High. It might be high. Generous. Um, let's go to uh, <laughs> Linda's pretzels and then pretzels and cheese dip. Robbie? Oh, that pretzel's perfect. Four mm. and a half. I'm a big fan of the pretzels too. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four. I I like it. I'm not a big buttery pretzel guy. I like it on occasion. I'm more of a sourdough pretzel kind of guy, but still very very good. A four and, is nothing to be ashamed. And of. these are these are harder than most pre- yeah, uh, no. buttery yeah. pretzels. Usually yeah. the buttery pretzels kind of crumble. Yeah, but these are really good. I'm the, with you. Oh, this freaking. And how about the dip? Oh, four and a half. I'm with you. Four that and a dip half. is. Oh, it might even be a five. I might it, be underselling it's, it. It's a perfect. It's my favorite dip. It's very, I don't even like cheese dip. I'm more of a mustard guy. But this is the perfect amount of horseradish to go in uh, to a cheese dip. I should not be eating this much cheese dip. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be bad later. Yeah, I was disappointed in the cheese. I'm going to give it like a two. Really? Yeah. Well, I just don't I don't like horseradish, so I'm sorry. That's, that's, yeah. that's on me. That's on me. See, for me. That's my prejudice. This is Show. really good. It could be more horseradishy. I agree. But no. I mean, it's not a bad thing. No. But if I was making it specifically for me, mm-hmm. I would ratchet up the horseradish. I would too. But again, the pretzel I like itself, you, man. Incredible. I like horseradish when you breathe it. Oh, uh, yeah. It burns yes. your nose. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh, you guys That's are good tough stuff. son of a gun. Yeah. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get to Robbie's drink, the mint chocolate tea. Who made it? Um, pure wild tea. All right. Um, I'm really torn. Um, I'm going to go two and a half. Not as bad as I thought. Probably wouldn't drink it again, but not bad. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's average. I think that's perfect. It's average. It's two and a half. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of mint tea. I like my uh, lemon teas. I like tea with a little lemonade in it. I'm not a big mint tea guy, and that's basically what that is. You can say it's got chocolate in it. I don't taste yeah. the chocolate. Yeah. I'm gonna give it like a two. But much like Dan and the horseradish, I'm not a mint tea guy. Yeah. So it's just my uh, my preference. All right, your your uh, Oreo. Thin Bites, fudge-dipped original. I'm going to go four. They're great. They, they're great. Yeah, I mean, they're incredibly snackable since they're so tiny. You feel like you're kind of getting away with something even though you know you're not. Uh, incredible, very snackable. I'm going four and a half on those. Very good. I'll give them a four as well. It's kind of like Jerry Seinfeld when he talked about uh, using the uh, soap, the uh, hotel soap. It's like, I'm huge. <laughs> I like the little thin bites because I feel like I'm a giant. I feel, I feel like they're a regular size cookie, and I'm just huge. And the fudge doesn't taste fake. No, a lot of time is, when you get these fudge yep. dip cookies, it tastes like waxy and And especially weird. with uh, around a chocolate cookie, having two different kind of chocolates, that can be rough. It works perfectly. Yeah. Good job out of you, by the way, for getting through another fudge reference. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I, I grew up in those last couple minutes. 
Praise the roof. He's a champion, folks. Mm-hmm. All right, up next, uh, we'll go with the Tasty Cake Cake Chips next. By the way, cake spelled with a K for the cake chips. I'm going to go two. I wasn't a big fan. Really? Yeah, I just, I wasn't a big fan. See, I really liked them. Cake, cake, cake. Girl, you know you got that cake. That's good stuff right there. I'm giving it a four and a half. Wow. I liked them as well. I'm going to give them a four. Um, I don't even like cake, and I like those. Mm. If you put it in some milk, that might be a five snack for me. That is really good. Wow. Yeah. It's an excellent snack. Yeah. Excellent. And finally, the St. Boniface Mosaic India Pale Ale. (laughs) Robbie? One and, a, one and a half. I just don't like it. Julie! <laughs> I just... I, I want to. I want to so yeah. bad. I do. I just... I want to, but it just... It it tastes like I'm just licking sour things. You're something wrong with you. You are so <laughs> I'm wrong. licking sour things. So what'd you give it again? A one and a half. Uh, Daniel. Uh, see, for me, I'm going to do two and a half um, because... Just like Robbie, I want to like IPAs. If somebody gave me this IPA, I feel like I could actually finish the can. A lot of these IPAs, if somebody gives it to me, I take a sip and I'm like, <sighs> you do the Robbie face. And so, I get that. That's not one of those IPAs. No, this isn't. So that's why I'm giving it a two and a half. I could finish this one. I wouldn't pay for it, though. I agree. If it's in Mike's fridge and it's free. Yeah. Well, then well, I'm going with Miller time. Everybody's at a party, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Someone else bought it. I liked it a lot. I think I it's. Still wouldn't drink it. Yeah. The exact opposite of what they're saying. I think it's an easy drinking IPA. I don't even know what the IBUs or ABVs are on this. It doesn't say on the can. Let me try to look it up real quick. I don't think it's hoppy at all. I think it has a little bit of that on the back end, but it's not overwhelming. A lot of these, you're right. A lot of times they do just pack hops into an IPA to get the highest IBU they possibly can, and it's not the case with this beer. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a four, but again, I feel like I might even be underselling it a little bit. I think it's really, really fantastic. I'm looking here, St. Boniface Mosaic. It's uh, 6.8%, only 69 on the IBUs. Uh, try this, Julie, and then give us your ranking. Julie loves her beers. Give us your ranking on the Mosaic St. Boniface out of five. First of all, let me ask you this first question. Is it overwhelmingly hoppy? It's pretty hoppy. I don't think it is. Okay. Well, your tongue is conditioned. Yeah, you have a conditioned tongue. I use a lot of conditioner. (laughs) It's pretty hoppy for if I'm judging it as a as someone who doesn't drink these all the time. All right. But it it's good, but I don't think I gave it a four. It's a little bitter. Really? Yeah. See? Well, you didn't think it was. She sounds like she's around two and a half, right? Two and a half. I'd say maybe maybe three. What's my I mean, problem? Good, but you just love beer. Right? You, that's you, it. you legit cannot give a beer a bad rating. That's right. Exactly. This dip. Oh, horseradish. Oh, it's so freaking Julie, good. Julie, I've eaten a lot of cheese dip, and I haven't taken a pill. So this this this, this trip down to and Philadelphia really should too. be fun. <laughs> I hope your girl's ready. <laughs> All right, those are our drinks and our snacks. Julie, we remember to rate them. We're moving on up. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Dip yeah, is very good. Dip is good. All right. Oh, man. Try our drinks and snacks. Let us know what you think. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> One other quick uh, Super Bowl thing. Did any of you guys see, and I wasn't on Twitter a whole lot, did any of you guys see Deadpool live tweeting the Super Bowl? I, I did not see it. I heard about it. Yes, you should go back. If you have a second, do yourself a favor. Go back and watch Deadpool 
live tweet the Super Bowl. I gotta go watch it. Uh, well, you know, read it. You know what yeah. I mean. It was well, I said watch it too, but it is. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I took a recovery day yesterday, and uh, before I get into this, anything stand out for you guys? Movie trailer wise, mm. commercial wise, during the Super Bowl. I know it's an old hack bit. It's a week late, but real quick, one thing that stood out for you that wasn't the game. Um, the the um. Eli Manning. Oh, OBJ. Okay. Yeah, I Dirty mean, that to me, I just... That was funny. I, I, I cracked up. And a skyscraper to me. I didn't do it. I have it written down. You had to be going nuts. great. I mean, he's the new... Bruce Willis. That, that's Die that's Hard. That's why I said it's... It's, it's Die Hard. It's yeah. Die Hard. What did I compare? I, I said something on the radio the day. It's Die Hard meets... Um, what did I say? I, it was like It's like three or four action movies smashed together. I, I just... It looks awesome. Yeah. It oh, really it's does. Die Hard meets Taken because Ooh. they steal oh, his wife yeah, and kid. Right, yeah. yeah, so it's Die and Hard Beth meets Campbell. Taken. Yeah, well, where did she come from? Where did she come from? Yeah. Yeah. Nev Campbell. A little throwback there. I love me some Nev Campbell. The calls coming from in the house. <laughs> Get out! What kind of architecture do you like? <laughs> what floor are you on, Sydney? Um, all right, uh, Dan. How about you? Uh, for me, one I commercial, was, one movie trailer. I was so locked into the game. I mean, the only commercial that really stood out. I feel like the OBJ one was really the only funny yeah. one for me. Um, but honestly, I wasn't even watching the commercials. But there was one. I had to go back and like look at them because I had no idea. There was one that uh, the room was absolutely silent. All my buddies and I were glued I to the screen. Guess it's the Han Solo nonsense. It was not Han Solo. It was. Infinity War. Oh, that yeah. trailer was so freaking captivating, man. Now, oh my god. Was that a new trailer? Yes. No. no. I thought it was. I, I, I've seen it. I had never seen it. Yeah. I, I don't know if it was a it. leak thing. That I think I saw, I saw it too. Yeah. I didn't see it for before sure. That. There was a lot of the same stuff mixed in. It oh was, yeah. But it's still fantastic. Yeah. Oh my to god. See all those characters together. If you're a Marvel fan, and again, I, I watch Star Wars. I'm not huge into it. I think this new Han Solo kid. I think he's going to be the pits. Really? really? I don't like him I at all. I thought the trailer looked really good. Me too. I mean, you can find a, a minute 40 of good footage, exactly. I'm I, sure, but Glover as Lando looked I'm so fine with awesome. That. I'm fine looked with everything so surrounding awesome. it. I just don't know if this guy, it's just the Harrison Ford thing. Like He's so yes. iconic as that part. I'm I don't know. I, find, I, I can't separate Indiana Jones or Han Solo from you. Harrison Ford. Yeah. So just, you, there are plenty of other characters. Do something else. Leave that one. Like that, that to me is the one character. Like, I would be less disturbed if, uh, if you, if you cast, um, uh, Danny DeVito, who, by the way, that was my favorite commercial. Oh, oh so funny. You want to eat me? Has Chewy. I would be less disturbed by that. <laughs> like, if Chewbacca was Danny DeVito, I would be less disturbed than anyone else playing Han Solo. His hair is Nigel. killing me. His hair is killing me. <laughs> but not even with hair. Would you just, like an egg in just, this trying time? Just Danny DeVito walking around going, <laughs> that's all I want. Not even in costume. That would, yeah. yeah, no costume. That would bother me less. <laughs> But uh, I loved uh, I loved uh, the uh, Eminem commercial yeah, and uh, and I love the Infinity War thing and I didn't the, I had to go back and watch the Jurassic World trailer which was uh, eh. I think uh, okay eh. I mean I'll watch that movie but, oh for sure I'll yeah. watch the, it the Ant Man and the Wasp also looked pretty cool oh, forgot really about that yeah. yeah you're right so I took a recovery day Friday because I came home after not sleeping the night before <laughs> the night before the parade. And uh, I was exhausted. I believe we it. had to run an errand uh, down to uh, pick up some stuff down in Ephrata. So I drove with my wife and daughter. I drove them down, and I looked at Julia about uh, a mile from Ephrata. I went, "You're driving home." <laughs> like I just, I was done. And we we puttered along around Walmart. We had to meet somebody, and then we ran a couple errands in Walmart. Then we loaded the car and came home. We came home, put Lena to bed. I laid in the sofa, watched the ceremony with them, and then at eight thirty, I went to bed, took his Nyquil. Went to bed at eight thirty. I didn't wake up till seven thirty. 
Wow. On Friday morning. Look at this guy. I slept for 11 hours, and then I did nothing on Friday. <laughs> nothing but lay around until my wife and daughter uh, got home, and then I went to the gym. But it was it was a great day. I watched some comedians in cars getting coffee, uh, some on uh, Netflix, and I've already seen all these. But a couple notes I took. The one thing they got to do from now on, I know you're getting all these cool old sports cars, but for the love of God, test what it looks like when these 50, 60, and 70-year-old men try to get out of sports cars that are six inches off the ground. I feel so bad for all of them. I was watching Jerry Seinfeld and Brian Regan try to get out of some uh, Dodge Charger or whatever the hell it was, and I thought they were going to have to bring in like a pulley system (laughs) to get these two guys out of here. And they're two of the funniest guys in the world, and watching them get in and out of this car is just painful. I'm like, you're not doing these dudes a favor. (laughs) They're comic legends. Give, just don't show them. Like, just show them in the car and getting out. Don't show them trying to go. Oh, as they get in and out of the car. Like, for the God's sakes, they've earned that much. And the second thing, all of these episodes end up in a diner or a little breakfast nook somewhere. Yeah. And I don't know how many people they got to kick out. Oh. But these people play it so cool. The people who are sitting next. I was watching the Jerry Seinfeld, Larry David one. They're in this. Uh, they're in this like little just breakfast nook somewhere and they're having breakfast together eating pancakes and they have so much food and they're having a great time and the camera's right there and the people surrounding them could not care less. I have no idea how it's possible. I'd be losing my mind if I was even in the same building as Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld. I, I mean, any of them. Alec Baldwin yeah. and, and Seinfeld and um, with Jimmy Fallon and I, I just and Jim Carrey. Anyone, Jim it, Carrey it, and Jerry Seinfeld at the same table. If, if there's even Jerry Seinfeld there, I'm probably going to be fangirling yeah. a good amount. Like To me, the bigger thing is just when you get Seinfeld and Dave, they're responsible for the television show Seinfeld. That's why NBC's still alive. Because of those two, I feel. I mean, I just, I don't get how these people, they play it so cool, and God bless them, because I would just be a hot mess. And there I mean, are very few of those people around that I would freak out I about. I don't know if they get paid or what, but I, I don't know how. I don't know how. I'm always impressed by that. No one pay, seems to pay them any attention. And I'm sure there's some editing. Maybe they walk around and shake everybody's hand when they walk in. But there's people sitting at the table next to them, and you, all you see is the back of their head. This would, I would just be turned around the entire time. Just awkwardly staring at them. Hi. Yeah. Hi. 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 <laughs> Just Hi. go Hello. about eating your breakfast. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Newman. <laughs> Larry, are those pancakes pretty, 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 pretty good? I mean, I would just be the worst person in the history of mankind to have to be. To be yeah. How do you com- keep your composure? I don't know. That's what impresses me. That's all I'm thinking about is these guys getting in and out of cars, and how you sit in the same restaurant as them and not lose your ass. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm thinking about. Mm. Next level. You and I got a big night tonight, Daniel. Sixers basketball. Dan and I are going to the Sixers game. The station has some sweet tickets. Look at and, you two. Uh, we, uh, I don't have a billboard, but I get sweet tickets. Well, that's okay. I'm bringing my wife, <laughs> and yeah. uh, Dan is bringing a lady friend. Hey, I'm bringing out doing? the sweatpants, baby. Oh. Can you please wear sweatpants? God, no. Can you do me a favor? No. Just for comedic value for my wife, can you put sweatpants over your khakis or jeans whatever yes. you're wearing tonight and just walk up to the door <laughs> in the sweatpants and don't say anything to julie i'll think about it be great. be great tell the girl <laughs> about the gag okay not the whole gag obviously but well, yeah 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 i won't tell her about the gag some of the gag that you you know you have a history of wearing sweatpants <laughs> and it would be uh it would be uh, funny notorious rob yes ladies and gentlemen he loves is it. the goat i love it that's the greatest rob l-e-s-s-i-g l-e-s-s-i-g rob what do you want to say to these folks i don't even know like, I don't even know anymore. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yes. Episode 86, as always, brought to you 
by clingerspubs.com. Dan, did you know there's three fantastic locations? Tell me about them, Mike. Well, why don't you tell me? Um, well, I was I was just going to do... Never mind. You go. Clingers on Carsonia. <laughs> that's the original, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, back and better than ever there's after Clingers the fire. at the airport. Yes, where we had uh, Taking Flight a bunch, plus you and I and uh, Robbie went out there for our Christmas party. And then also for our friends in Fleetwood. Yes. There's Clingers at Fleetwood. Exactly. See, and I know. They have three fantastic locations. All three are on Facebook. Specials, live entertainment, all kinds of delicious beer. And what I like is when they get new uh, craft beer in, they're always rotating. They post it. Yeah, it's like an event. So you know. Yeah, it's, it's great. great. It's great. It's great. It's great. So get on out there. Clearspubs.com, our fantastic sponsor. Dan, what would you like to say to these folks? Hungry dogs run faster. We didn't get to talk about that. Jason That's Kelsey. It. That's all you got to say is hungry dogs run faster. Greatest speech what? in the history what? of what? ever championship speech. I could have done without the cursing. Well, you're going to have to bleep this because no. what Jason Kelsey no. said. No, no. I did like the the belt that Vince sent over. The belt was nice. It was nice. WWE belt. That belt, my yes. My mic is off now. <laughs> I lost my privileges. <laughs> you having a good time? Uh, you yeah. realize this is more work for me. <laughs> Why? Because I have to go through and beep these you things. You literally just got to beep the first word. It was Jason Kelsey's fault. No, it's he your fault. He was wearing fault. a mummer's outfit. Grow up. Sorry. Mummer's out.